0: My Welcome to the Critical Mask Podcast. Hello and welcome to episode two of the Critical Mask Podcast with your host templar and cowboy uh welcome back to the show cowboy uh, i realize that you you host it so uh i i suppose that it's natural right we aren't to the point of guests yet
1: no no but welcome back to week two templar and you know what i, I say we just get right into it give give the people what they're clamoring for
0: jones and for really feeling it in their blood i i may have had too much ginger ale today i'm gonna blame it on caffeine but it's not existent um uh, so we ended off the episode last week uh, with with a weekly question and I, I know that we wanted that as one of the or the anchor points the staples of the show um, so uh, to remind our listeners uh, question of the week coverage was uh, what do we use to cope and that, that sort of followed along with uh, on on the tail end of uh, asking what is the point and sort of identifying where, where we feel uh we're we're slipping behind or losing i wouldn't necessarily say losing control but we're we're at a point where sort of identifying how we go through and handle our existence is uh a really important topic so uh i if you want to go first with the uh with answering the question uh by all means
1: yeah i'd love to so (laughs) You know, fittingly enough with the way that I see the world, uh, the way that I cope is with uh, what is quite literally an an oxymoron. Um, I I would describe the way that I cope as a sort of uh, optimistic pessimism, where uh, as someone who's rather anxious about many, many things all the time... uh, I I kind of see that as a comfort more so than something to be afraid of because you know I mean in the grand scheme of things it, you no one's no one's gonna remember uh, you know when I was a kid and said that stupid thing at that party when you know the the Earth is no longer habitable for humans so <laughs> at least the uh, I don't know the the shortness of it and the the brevity of uh, our our existence and e- e- even like the memory of our existence is is a comfort to me uh where it's I don't know, there's much less pressure on me to be anything <laughs> extravagant or or something like that.
0: okay, yeah i I think that, that makes sense going through and laying our our burdens by the wayside, uh, sort of uh, using the the moment to to add. Some levity to that. I, I absolutely agree. Um, uh, going going through and handling the the question, I realized that a lot of what I identify as my purpose, and I, I sort of pointed to this last week, um, the using using the the responsibility to my dependents, the the people and the groups that rely on me to do my part. Um, I I think adds a lot of uh, self-worth. And I, I know that there's like the whole hero syndrome, right? And I, I, I'm going to create an oxymoron by saying I pride myself in not having hero syndrome. Um, I, I know, right. Um, but I, I think that understanding and taking into account the responsibility that you have to others sort of leads into my next point, which is, um, Constant pursuit of self-improvement. I, I find that at, at my core, with anything that I do, it's, it is constantly pursuing any sort of self-improvement that I can. Whether I'm getting better at doing my my job that I have, whether it's getting better with uh, the relationship that I have with with my wife, um, my my dogs, my my extended family, my parents, my my friends. It is all about having the next next day be better for the people that interact with me. So I, I think that, that that really is how I cope is having having faith in self-improvement in that, that process. Because I, I know that moving forward, I will never fail because I already see yesterday as a failure because I'm working on self-improvement. And I know that that, that sort of is cyclical, but I, I think that that leads, lends into uh, a lot of the the motiva- the motivation, as it were. Um, and honestly, I think that that kind of points into um, our, our next segment of the week. And I, I know that we are absolutely blitzing through this timeline, and I, I apologize. Um, but uh, the I, I thought that you're presentation of, uh, doing sort of, a, a reader's digest of, uh, chaos magic was, was solid, um, going through and looking at, um, like a brief overview. So I wanted to go through and look at, I suppose, uh, a philosophy, a lifestyle that is, uh, near and dear to my heart, um, is the concept of Stoicism. So, Uh, A little background for our listeners. Uh, While I majored in political science in college, um, still waiting on a job in that field, Rip, um, I did also decide to go through and spend many of my other elective non-major classes getting uh, a degree or a minor rather in ethics and leadership. Um, So uh, one of our professors actually had an excellent course on Uh, stoicism and how that related to leadership and that that really sparked my interest and I realize now after having conversations with my my dad um that that stoicism truly is a uh, a core value that I've just always been brought up in uh if that makes sense um it's been at the core of all of the life lessons that I've learned through interacting with my family and uh Uh, I mean, essentially, stoicism goes through and um, I like the metaphor of the duck Um, as as funny as it is to point and say, ha ha, floaty bird that quacks um, uh, there. There is a lot of a lot of value looking at how a duck operates in a rainstorm. Um, A duck floats on the pond. There's water in the pond. The duck is already wet. There is already shit going on. And the duck knows that, and the duck is already wet. The rain falls on the duck, and the duck has the option of saying, oh no, I'm wet, or recognizing that the duck is already wet and existing, and finding peace with understanding that it's always going to get wet, either from the rain or from the environment that it's in. Um, and there, there's a lot of Uh, logical fallacies that operate with looking at the metaphor of the duck but uh, I think that it brings some gravity to it when you go through and you look at uh, effectively one if you're going through and you're identifying that the duck has a stream of consciousness recognizing wet from not wet um, I I would like to to point you to the fact that it shakes off the water and its uh, feathers are uniquely designed to not handle water um so take that how you will but uh
1: as long as you don't think too far into it right. i've yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, i've never i've never heard that before, <laughs> that uh analogy before but i'd say that that's a very good uh kind of surface level just like dipping your toe into it and i think stoicism is very interesting in the modern age i think that it's wildly misinterpreted by uh i don't know let's say people who use it to kind of justify being an uncaring asshole who doesn't uh you know uh who isn't al- doesn't allow themselves to show any emotion or like be a human being to the point of uh I don't know driving themselves into a I don't know angry depressive spiral that kind of thing uh instead of the the more you know like nuanced reasoning of it and using it to Better yourself and the and the people around you. It's uh I don't know, it, it's just... Socialism's always been a, something that I've felt a a wee bit drawn to, but never practiced ever. <laughs> uh I, I'm more of a uh I don't know. Not not that you can't be expressive and still be operate within the confines of the of the philosophy slash lifestyle, but yeah, that's uh it's it's more interesting to me as a uh, as a thought experiment more than than a way of life yeah
0: i i mean i go i go through and uh you can attest to this i i find myself very expressive um but at, at it's very core and i i try very hard uh hopefully not to a fault um to to emulate the uh emulate that as a surface response right um even though uh there there could be very very adverse instances happening around during a situation there's still still the the purpose of finding and providing anchor points right i i mean we we identified this last week uh with the tsunami analogy there there's always going to be something there will always be a concern. And, and I mean, the, the anxiety aspect I, uh, that you, uh, you referenced earlier. I, I think that that is a, an excellent constant that, uh, I mean, if we, if we take the time to identify counter constants, that's definitely not a word rip. Um, if close if, enough. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if, if we go through and we identify, um, uh, some, attitude past that, um, we we can provide a resource to others to sort of give them gravity and help them have that weight of, of peace and calm, you know?
1: Yeah, the, making yourself their anchor point, so to speak. Um, I, I think that's a really valuable thing and something that, you know, people can really look for in the people that they... Uh, surround themselves with, um, like, uh, yeah, like if you surround yourself with a lot of people who can serve as anchor points and keep you, you know, calm through the storm. Uh, I, I think that's a really beneficial uh, way to kind of structure your life.
0: And I, I think that that actually points us to the the next section of the uh, uh, of the show. Well. Um, one thing that I've been going through and thinking about this week, um, I don't, I don't know if you saw in the news, uh, this past week, but TwitchCon happened. Um, and I, I think of, uh, social media in a lot of ways as one, screaming into the void. Two, I understand that that's hypocritical because this is essentially, and we identified this last week, screaming into the void. Um, uh, I, I prefer whispering in smooth jazz undertones personally, but um, to to reel back in, I, I think that um, twitch or YouTube uh, sort of identifies and shows our society's like craving um, uh, almost a need uh, for... Uh, uniqueness in a lot of ways and, and we we elevate the idea of uniqueness um, and which I I think is ironic considering as soon as there is a sellable unique attribute it immediately becomes copied and copied and copied until like it reaches a mundane point um, but that that's that's one of the things that I've been going through this week is is, asking myself the question where do we where do we fit in a world of uh unique uh a culture that celebrates being exceptional you know um I I didn't know if uh if you had any thoughts on this but this is definitely something that I've been mulling over
1: yeah, I mean if we take that literally, uh, where do we fit into it? Uh we, we fit right into the crowd of uh two dudes who who got together, been friends for a long time and over a couple of couple of beers and seltzers said, you know what? Let's make a podcast. We should make a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but uh in more generalized and less uh personal terms. Um I mean <sighs> the i i think that our society has been kind of designed around that for quite some time uh and the more interconnected we are the more opportunities people have for that um while at, while at the same time getting those opportunities everyone in the entire world has that opportunity so the the kind of like fight against uh mundaneness ness uh, is, I don't know, kind of an all pervasive, uh, somewhat m- maddening, uh, you know, uh, constant in in the current state of the world. But I don't know. It's I uh, to bring it back to the personal level. I personally am very fine with my lot in life but you know there's there's always like that weird tinge in the back of my head that was like it it was always there when i was a little kid like man it'd be pretty cool to i don't know be a rock star or even like (laughs) when i was a kid it was even the smallest thing like man i would really like to be in the talent show but i i had no uh i don't know driver talent so i don't know uh it's it's not like anyone's immune to these these type of thoughts, but I don't know. It's 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 a strange uh certainly a strange drive for an incredibly so well it's very understandable for how social of a species we are, but um uh if you expand the uh, sorry sorry uh, i'll, I'll this will be my concluding point here um if you remove if you move the the camera, if you pan the camera back about i don't know uh 300 400 miles everything gets very uh oh boy <laughs> uh depressing in that uh in that scope Well, and I I think, too,
0: um, and uh, I like the term that was used um, uh, sort of pointing to the cultural aggressiveness towards that self-promotion in in a lot of ways. Uh, it, it It was called crab bucketing, and I think that I used this term recently So when you go through and you look at a bucket of crabs, as it were, uh, quite literally, if a crab, one of the crabs is in a position to escape, the other crabs in the bucket will pull it back down. This is a natural phenomenon that happens consistently to the point where it has been used as a legitimate phrase and I, I kind of wonder if that sort of, I, I wonder how many times that that's been a, a dream killer for, the, uh, the aspiring rock star, uh, as it were, um, as, as the aside, um, I suppose in my own experience, part of what caused me to go through and, even, ask, uh, it followed this train of thought, ask this question, uh, I was sitting on the couch watching an ad because lord knows tv loves ads um and i was like man i kind of wonder why i didn't become a country singer <laughs> i i i i mean you you chuckle cowboy because you understand how not that is for me that that is just absolutely something that does not happen that is not a train of thought I personally don't even consume country music as a form of media. So where uh, I mean, I, I asked the question, uh, well, I, I made the statement, uh, I wish that I was exceptional at something. And that, that actually, actually gave me pause. Um, I, I was like, where's this coming from? I, I am literally sitting at a point where all of my needs and wants in that funny little triangle are met. like, needs, wants, and then aspirations. I, I was like, have I accidentally ascended to the middle class where I'm like, boy, I wish that I could be a rock star. Like I, it, it was such a foreign concept to me because I have operated as hunter gatherer for so long. It, uh, maybe it's because I'm actually comfortable in my vocation now that I, I must reject it with like some sort of absence of mind. Um, or, uh, absolute abandonment. Um, but it's, it's one of those things where like, I, I was like, okay, so on the inverse of that scale, is there a point to being unexceptional being average? Uh, I mean, for, for one thinking through it, avoiding the whole crab bucket syndrome, I really don't want to be yanked down by my peers, but I, I, I feel like that in itself identifies the crab bucket Uh like not pursuing something because of that like instinctual fear of social outcast is is the thing um but uh i i don't know if you have any thoughts on on that but i i mean i i feel like there's there's comfort in not being exposed Right, I I mean, uh, and I'll point back to TwitchCon. um, It is a place where people who are exceptional are put on a pedestal. And and I mean, uh, exceptional has a very wide understanding, right? Um, But it's, yeah, uh, like is... Uh, I mean one, avoiding social interactions for me being comfortable I, I think is is the main point. Um, so why why is it good to be unexceptional? What's the point of being unexceptional?
1: Um, I, I think that if we expand the crab bucket and anal- well, not an analogy, it's a the crab bucket phenomenon. If we take that from a vaguely non-social context, like a, from an animalistic base need uh, context to a socialized I don't know, ape context. Um, it, it The layers and layers of that uh, can just stack up. I mean, Misery loves company uh, first of all, so there's going to be j- jealousy and but even beyond jealousy, there will just be the like like, you know, the trolls, so to speak. The Debbie where,
0: Downers. As it the were. Debbie Downers,
1: yeah. <laughs> um, who aren't even like they don't envy your position or anything about you. They simply just want to drag you back down into the bucket through some sort of like doomery, like nobody's special die in a hole kind of thing. Um, but I mean, it, it's just such a unfortunate thing that so many people are striving for it, and the same people who are striving for it will be the same people that, uh, you know, tear others down, not even that are in their way, but just, I don't know, as some sort of weird self-conscious lashing out at, I don't know, it's it's certainly unfortunate. <laughs> um yeah, kind of like a deeply ingrained human nature kind of thing. When it it, it
0: kind of makes me go through and and wonder if avoiding that that sort of social ire the the responsibility that comes from that elevated position, I I mean how much how much do we go through and we we place uh all, almost like uh, a deity level status on those who represent our culture right like i i mean the the west coast is is famous for that right the the golden hills of beverly um i i understand it's the beverly hills and i understand i said that out of order but good luck getting that out of your head next time you talk about hollywood <laughs> um the it it, it feels like They are chained to their responsibility, their, their previous, uh, I suppose maybe not statements, but the, the, the like values that are instilled in them. I mean, we, we go through and we see, we see people, uh, we, we see, um, these, these Demi, Demi gods, uh, have, have. Uh, a certain stance on, I'm um, I'm gonna pick an easy one on saving the environment. All right, don't don't get don't get saucy on me, don't get twisted on me. They, there's a point to this. They go through and they ha- they set a stance of responsibility for the environment. But I I feel like because of their elevated position, they are absolutely cemented in that role I realize that it's hard to go through and pick on something like environmental sustainability because personally I feel like that's an important topic I feel like things should be done but I I feel like it causes causes that personality to stagnate and and I think coming from an avenue uh, a thought process of uh, uh, constantly wanting self-improvement if there is an attitude that maybe isn't so positive that someone has taken a stance on it, it cements them in that role and it. it's it's like cement boots from the culture mafia right like you you're swimming with the fishes that you swore to save i i realize that that's a stretch but Um, I I mean, to to go more current news, um, I don't know if you've gone through and you've seen the uh, Kanye West. uh, I mean, honestly, like a a public execution of the personality uh, this last week. And I mean, honestly, that is something that will always stick with Kanye. That's just going to happen. Because it's been said and it's been cemented, and no matter how much pers- how much, I don't know, personal growth that this individual has, it will always stay there and it will always operate as a point of anxiety. I don't, I don't know if that's too much out in the weeds.
1: Um, I'm floundering. Um, I hmm. I have a lot of thoughts on all of that.
0: Yeah, I'm, um, I'm down for it. I'm down for it, please.
1: So, I, hmm, I think when it comes down to it, if you boil both of the points, both of the conversations that were just had into, like, a a weird soup, um, the one common, uh the one common thread would be social pressure um and we can definitely see positive and negative social pressures at work here like uh i mean i think that if the society that is putting said pressure on someone to like be better even though they've i mean i By reaching that status, they've... In today's society, you've forfeited a lot of, like, personal things, just, like, privacy for the most part, and your ability to act without that magnifying glass on you. And, And I think that those can really those cases can can serve as like a a microcosm if we if we were to expand that but i mean if we if society is holding them to a standard that they otherwise wouldn't be then i see that as at the very least a net positive because i don't know they, they, with great power, blah, 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 great responsibility. They have great power Spine and them. they have, yeah. So they have that responsibility not only to themselves, but now they have that responsibility to the people who are, let's say, giving them their livelihood. And people can imprint themselves and imprint their own, like, core values onto that person in a sort of, like, parasocial uh, thing. And this can swing very positively or very negatively. Uh, you know, like the Kanye scenario where it's a very negative uh, <laughs> a negative thing that's occurring. Um, but I mean, you know, if it's very normal for most of the Hollywood elite to be like, hey, the earth is on fire, you know what? I'm okay with that social pressure. I think that's pretty cool.
0: <laughs> well, and I, I mean... I really think we should start prefacing these before we get into these bits. I'm hoping that the listeners are so enraged one way or the other, that they've gotten to this point. I, I, I mean, speaking personally, I have no beef for or against because that is not my place. I, I think that that, that should be clarified. The, this is speaking completely objectively um, in, in a lot of ways. Uh, we we identify cause effect and mull over results. Uh, I think that that's the that's the best way to go through and see how some of these real time events uh, are are playing out. I mean, if you if you go through and you look at uh, um, look at other current events, um, positive social change has reactions. Uh, that's that's the beauty of being human, right? and and i I mean going into going into this, I think that there are in a lot of ways uh a sense of freedom um uh please insert uh your your william wallace scream there from uh who who was that mel gibson that that like absolute, yeah. Okay, oh, boy. yeah
1: oh boy that, that speaking of negative social pressures yeah
0: um uh it, in any aspect um i i think that there's there's freedom in not being on the pedestal i i mean the pedestal is a very very small playground uh, and extremely visible so I, I think, in a lot of ways, my hope is to never be on a pedestal because of that aspect. I'm not saying that there's any hidden agendas on my end or that I would like, I don't, I don't know. I, insert what you think. That's not the case. Get lost. Um, <laughs> but it, I don't know. Uh, understanding that, if I take a step, in any direction, I won't fall off and break my neck, um, or in in the case of TwitchCon, break my back in two places. R.I.P. Um, that that's actually a solid story. I'm gonna go ahead and send you that after uh, after the show. Um, or uh, they really should have read the uh, liability waivers. But uh, I I think that for me, Paramount, the best way that I can go through and I can pursue the stoicism and the self-improvement required to help me get to my what's the point moment comes from that that sense of anonymity right um yeah i i mean i'm i'm operating in absolutes now and that that leads to very dead-end situations but good news
1: is yeah in a more broad broad sense that's you know there's still like wiggle room there thank goodness but um yeah uh to to bring it back to your your talk about uh kind of like that need to be exceptional at something uh as, as someone who's uh i didn't know about it until like A year and a half ago but someone who's who's had real bad adhd his whole life and like one of the main things of that is uh not being able to start a thing and then once you start that thing not being able to finish that thing um that's kind of like a uh i don't know a a thing that's always plagued me a bit uh it is just that that need to feel exceptional at something but not having the like drive or i don't know kind of the the consistency to I, you know to give, talent is just maintained practice uh and, and that's that's something that i'm uh, really bad at <laughs>
0: Well, and I, I I realize that uh, I mean we go through and we have we have the the juxtaposition of what is supposed to be exceptional, but there is nothing that can't be excelled at. And in that mindset, if I go through and I say, "Wow, I really wish I was exceptional at something." I'm exceptional at taking care of of my dogs. I'm exceptional at taking care of my house. Uh, I mean, these are mundane things, but going through and looking at them, just because there's something that has to happen, because it has to happen, there's always implicit practice involved. And I, I think that they're, that sort of lends into a talent, whether or not that talent is, accepted or upheld by, I don't know, uh, the, the social, the social construct, um, the, the, what we find valuable as a culture, I feel like I can breathe easier at night going through and saying, wow, I'm exceptional at making noodles like that. That's, that's my thing. That's my bitch. That that's, that's it. If I have one thing to hold to, it's, cooking refined wheat
1: (laughs) i can confirm this it is it is quite an art um and i think that looking at that exceptionalism in the micro i think that's a very good way to uh to take it back to the question from last week to to kind of cope with uh you know this (laughs) The, the capital t this but uh yeah, I think that that's a a really good method of kind of characterizing your own life. And that's actually very much in line with, um, the sort of mentality or your inside creates the outside. Um, it's like, it, that's just a change in perspective from, oh man, I'm not exceptional at anything to, well, I'm not exceptional at anything that, uh, makes money, but <laughs> I, I, I can be exceptional at other things.
0: When I I I mean I I wonder if I I lend myself to being boxed in in the statement that self improvement does not happen if you move the goalpost. So I, I mean maybe maybe that, that's the thing that I go through and I, I work at this this week is is sort of wrestling with that uh, I don't know maybe it'll find an appearance in one of the uh, one of the other episodes um, if the uh, if the whole but uh, I I think um, I think that that kind of leans into uh, our our question of the week um go, going through and asking um, uh, how do we seek peace um, I I think that that's that's open-ended for a reason uh, we we go through and we have so so many points of of contest and conflict um that it's it's very easy to be overwhelmed and to to ask the the original question what's the fucking point right um but I, I mean going through and seeking peace seeking understanding that's that's something to reflect on um, that's that's what i'll be reflecting on this week um is is how do i how, how do we seek peace oh, man i got a bit of a crick in my neck I've got to move my mic up for other recording sessions. Holy cow. Um, uh, unrelated apologies, uh, listeners. But uh, yeah, I I think that while this will be a little bit of a shorter episode this week, um, I I think that we, we cover good topics and we've still hit our margin. Um, and I'm going to leave that into the episode because I, I think that having it a bit offbeat Makes it feel more, more conversational. Um, but uh, if if you guys have any questions, thoughts, comments, um, uh, social pic, uh pitchforks to throw at us, I'm I'm happy to. Uh, uh, we're we're happy to rec- Well, I suppose that I can't speak for Cowboy, but I'm I'm always open to positive or negative criticism. If you think that my Mike is too soft if I swear too much. Um, we we love feedback. And I actually gave the wrong podcast last, or the uh, wrong email last uh, episode. So I'm going to apologize for that and apologize to the uh, person who has the critical mask at gmail.com. Uh, big sorry, bro. Because uh, our actual email is podcast at gmail.com. And if you want to interact with the show, interact with us, um, by all means, go ahead and drop us a link. Um, I'm not going to do social media because I'm an absolute turtle. Um, the cowboy is shaking, uh, shaking their heads. So I, I think that we're going to, yeah, we, we aren't going to do the Twitter and the, uh, the pound symbol. That's right. It's a pound symbol, not a hashtag. All right. I'm going to leave my soapbox outside, but, uh. Thank you so much for joining us today uh, on this episode. Uh, we hope that it finds you well um, and that we give a, uh, a point of reflection um, for for you in this upcoming week. Um, uh, that's all from me. Cowboy, you want to do sign off?
1: Uh, well, thanks for every, uh, listening, everybody. And, uh, you know, just uh, think about that question and next week we can get right back into it.
0: Alright, everybody. Have a good night. Goodbye.